<laughs> Welcome to episode eight of Movie Quest. My name's Aaron. I'm here with my co-hosts, Johnny and Ant. Johnny, do you want to tell the people what the podcast is about? Uh, well, so if you haven't already been listening to Movie Quest, we are just talking about films that we've watched and we've all watched together and we're trying to rank them in some sort of list. Uh, so currently, top of the list is Fifth Element, which is Aaron's choice, and unfortunately, bottom of the list is Bird Box, which wasn't my choice, but I was quite keen on it, so um, we need something to go at the bottom, so let's see what comes today. Well, this week's choice is uh, Disney's Moana, but before we begin talking about Moana, let's talk about what we've been watching. Anthony, do you want to yeah. tell us? So, um, since we last talked... I really like that. Yeah, there was a lot bigger than that. <laughs> Films, movies, TV. Um, yeah, I've watched so much stuff in the last few weeks. It's ridiculous. It's because we've not been podcasting. Uh, yeah, no. I've watched I've watched ridiculous amounts of Marvel movies. I've watched, I've watched loads of Game of Thrones. Uh, I've watched a lot of uh, HBO shows. I watched some Chernobyl, which is really good. Oh, yeah. Which we'll talk about. I think we're going to do a podcast. We're absolutely going to do like a mini mini quest on Chernobyl because yeah, it's just so flipping. Me cool. and Aaron have been going back and forth about how amazing it is yeah. of a show. I'm halfway through the episode three's podcast. Oh yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. yeah, if you if you are watching the show, uh, you should definitely go check out the official podcast of HBO's uh, Chernobyl, where they have an interview with the, the writer. Uh, with the interview writer director and something else he's done he, he does like everything doesn't he no I don't think he does the direction I think it's something else oh, okay I think, just, I think he just wrote it all I, think, I don't know if he does production as well but anyway. oh yeah production that's it but yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's really good um, and it tells you a lot about the stuff behind the scenes and things so anyway yeah, um, but I will talk about a film that I don't think any of you guys have watched yet it came out a few weeks ago it came out um just on uh, Netflix in America and Now TV and Sky over here, which is um, extremely wicked, shockingly shockingly evil and vile. So that's the new film with uh, Zac Efron in it, who's playing a serial killer. Wow, that's a change yeah. from uh, High School Musical. I think Zac Efron, yeah, he's, he's really good in it. He's definitely been like trying to stretch his legs a bit yeah do you not think like a lot i mean i'm sure it's not the case but maybe a lot of people might write him off because yeah i think so definitely he was so good in high school musical that <laughs> yeah i mean basically i'll give you a very very quick little like summary of what yeah, this what this film is about please please I don't, have you guys ever heard of ted bundy <laughs> no and um, who's ted bundy so ted bundy is a serial killer from america no shock horror i mean I don't think anyone had heard about him over here until like the documentary came out a few months ago on Netflix. I think it's I think it's fairly in the in the zeitgeist now, but I don't think a lot of people over here would have heard about him until fairly recently. But he was a serial killer in the seventies. Basically, what's what's interesting about this guy is he's seemingly normal and he's quite nice. He seems like a quite a nice and charming guy, which is why I guess they picked Zach Efron to play him. Um, and it's basically, uh, it spreads, spans over the course of like 10, 15 years or something. Um, but the, the film doesn't really concentrate too much on on the actual murders, which is quite nice. Um, there's a, there was a documentary series that came out came out on Netflix that's done by the same director as this film. Um, and it was like four hours long. It was, it was basically him talking about the interviews with him in prison and talking about all the murders uh, that happened and all and how they linked him to, to the murders. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, basically, they concentrate mostly on it's it's based it's based on the on uh, Ted Bundy's wife's book. Um, so she so that's uh, Liz Kendall, who's played by Lily Collins, um, and I think it's it's mostly from her, so the point of view of like, what is it like to be married to, uh, oh sorry, what is it like to be dating a serial killer? And like letting that person into your life and never, not, never realizing re- really that who, who this person actually was. Um, but yeah, it's like really fascinating to watch. Uh, it's very, very well done. I, I, I thought anyway. Um, I mean, I, th- I want to watch it. I've listened to the Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix, yeah. and they are really interesting. Like he seems like you said already. Like he seems like a pretty normal dude with this like completely separate yeah like life <laughs> there's loads of stuff i could talk about it but i don't, I don't want to ruin it so yeah, yeah, yeah i want to yeah. let, let you watch it but i'd listened to i watched two hours of those that documentary mm-hmm. and there's loads of stuff in this that i didn't realize that, that happened that was quite like not sh- i guess shocking but quite like I, I, I didn't expect it it was it was really good really well done and the acting the acting is amazing really i mean yes. he, he's a really good actor no well yeah he's very good but uh lily collins is mm-hmm. fantastic oh yeah, yeah so yeah. good I was really surprised. I never really seen her in much else, um, but yeah, she was she was really really good. Um, it's a little bit slow to start off with, but it, as it goes on, it gets really it gets really really awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, also, there's some other faces that you'll recognise in it, but so there's uh, John Malkovich is in it for a while, and um, uh, Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. Yeah, I heard that actually. He's no, uh, maybe I saw it in a trailer. He plays a lawyer, which is. Probably the worst part of the film, just because you totally like he's sort of now always going to be Sheldon to me. So I was just like, "Whoa, it's Sheldon!" But yeah, very good. I recommend it. He's not cool. the knight from uh, Garden State. He, he is. is the knight. Yeah, yeah. He's the knight from Garden State. Yeah, but yeah, that that, that 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 part didn't really stand out to me until I'd watched the Big Bang Theory. But yes, fair enough. Uh, Johnny, what have you been watching, mate? Um, well, I watched this film. I don't know if you've seen it. It's called The Matrix. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? This is the thing. Oh, I, I you, you, you're gonna relay this. I've already heard what you've said about this, which is just. But you know what? I'll just, just do it. Just, oh, oh, have you heard this from Liam? Yeah, I have. Oh wow, hearsay passes. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, because you said something <laughs> mental, and anyone who listens to this is gonna be like, yeah, no, that's mental. Well, no, I mean, well. Okay, maybe not mental. Maybe not. Mental. Well, well, well. Let, let me just let me just uh, sort of <laughs> roll it back. So, for, for those who don't know, Matrix came out in 1999 by the Wachowski siblings. I think I've been speaking to Sarah quite a bit about this film. She'd never seen it, so I thought uh, it'd be a great opportunity to watch it. So, what does Sarah think? Uh, well, well, I'll I'll let you know what she thought. But uh, cool, for, go, go, for go, those go. of you who haven't watched it yet, because there seems to be quite a few of you. No. Uh, the, <laughs> the original film is set in the early noise, um, and it's really sort of, you know, it could be any present day time, but it follows a, a guy called Mr. Anderson, who's a software engineer by day and a hacker by night. He discovers there's a, a world that is being run by robots, which um, he is made aware of um, through various circumstances, and he's sort of living in a dream state. And the robots uh, use the bodies of the people to generate power. The main body within the films, Agent Smith, who you're probably aware of, who's got superpowers and. Um, but he's like a. It's like a because it's a computer-generated world, and they're the computer that run it. He basically has like 
the control of everything. He's ba- he's basically the virus scanner, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he yeah, goes yeah, in yeah. and sorts out all the programs that are going bad and, and deletes them, basically. It may it may allude to that in the film, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, so, you know, this this came out at the start of, um, start of the millennium, so it was one of the first films that many people had on DVDs. Um, and I think at the time it sort of... It was one. It was a film that sort of showcased a lot of really good uh, CGI and yeah, special effects. Um, bullet time yeah, was bullet a massive time, thing yeah. that they made a big deal of it. Um, so looking at it now, obviously seen it a couple of times. I thought it was okay, but there's one. There was one or two. There was one or two sort of glaring things that that really pop out, which just it, I don't know, like. When I was twelve, I thought being a goth was really cool. Oh yeah! But now yeah. that I'm th- now still that cool. I'm sort of still cool, coming up to thirty, mm-hmm. like people wearing like big black leather capes and stuff like that, I just think mm, I, I don't know. I have to completely disagree with you, Johnny. Yeah. What you th- you think being a goth is still cool? I think what that film is going for, it has it's dripping in style. Yeah, and it fits so well with the world. Yeah. I think it fits so perfectly yeah. with the universe that the Matrix is in. That like it's just to me. I just I just I can see them wearing the glasses, wearing the uh, the what they called the um, what the big leather coat is called. Big leather coat. No, they've got a name, haven't they? They're like I have no idea. It's like a duster or something. I can't remember. Anyway, oh, it could be a duster actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, wearing that that all fits to me. It fits so well together that yeah, I guess it could be seen as a little bit like of the time or whatever, and maybe a little bit outdated now. But I still think. From what I'm, from my memory of that from a few years well, ago. Well, yeah, I mean that's what my memory was going so into it. But fitting. you, re, if you rewatch it today, and yeah, it, I don't know, it just kind of the style, the stylization of it doesn't seem to fit as well with modern things. And the other thing which I didn't like was the fighting music. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I feel like things have matured in a good way to the point where we have like good fighting music. Yeah, but whereas back then it was kind of like rave dance music because they were doing something energetic. They were just chucking like some well, it, gym music into it. It was it's, it's part of that. Like, I mean, there's a lot of other good soundtrack in there, like Rage Against the Machine and but, Marilyn Manson and various other bits. And yeah, bobs. but do you not think it's just like the Wachowski siblings? Like that's that's what they're into. Like, isn't one of them like a neo a neo goth? I'm pretty sure one of them is. Um, like that's just their that's just what they're into coming through into the film. Like I don't I wouldn't say it's like well it's, I, th- I think it's a stylization thing from that era of time. Like if you look at some of the James Bonds from back then, they were using the same type of music, like this kind of yeah, it's very dance early, hybrid, it's very early noughties. Like that that yeah. was like a thing at the time. Like, so it, it, I don't time. I don't I don't think it's aged well that. But in general, the film is still great Hold to up. watch. Like there's like the. Couple of scenes that really stand out: uh, the the bank, or not the bank, so the lobby scene where they oh, yeah. uh, where Neo and Trinity are going in and they unload all the guns and stuff. But the the one scene which really sort of stuck with me is where Trinity's running across the rooftops. Yeah, yeah, it's being class. chased by one it's of the class. agents. And that's she, like the initial scene, isn't it? Yeah, is um, it where you meet her for the first time? Yes, yeah, yeah, you meet her for the first time. Pretty sure it's and the opening she, scene. She jumps through like a tiny little window. Yeah. She like dives through it and then rolls downstairs and it looks so it's like, Get up, Trinity. But it's like that's like the f- first time anything like that has really happened in a film before. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just like taking a lot of like what was cool and made. I it think cool what it took, what it did was it took a a lot of, and again I'm not an expert in this, but I believe it took a lot of what was popular in like 
Japanese. Japanese. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah. And, and and like anime um, shows and stuff, and also a lot of kung fu films, and sort of brought them into this sort of cool like early two thousands rave like punk sort of uh, gothy style, and it sort of mixed them all together, and it was really like really interesting. I still think it's like there's not much like it in terms of like the style. You think about how out there it was at the time. Like I can't think of that much things that have like come since. Mm. Like you know, like Hunger Games came out a few years ago, and then you had about five different other film franchises that all sort of copied it. Yeah, I can't really think of much like The Matrix. That's I feel like like what it was moving towards is like steampunk, but I don't really feel like steampunk has a like a big film following. I I mean, I'm not. Uh, really Waterworld is quite steampunky, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, like, to me, it's very different. I, I, yeah, I know what you mean with that, but yeah, I, I just can't. I just think it's like very unique and for what it, I mean. It, it, again, it it feels it's got for some reason it it does feel kind of in the same like vein as like even like the Fifth Element and stuff of how weird yeah, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. how stylized it is. Yeah, it's definitely someone's vision. Obviously, second film and the third film, you know. I like some of those, some bits of that film. Those They've got films. some good scenes, but but I think yeah, they should. I would have, original. I would have been happy for them to leave it. In the, yeah, the uh, yeah. I think it was, a, it was always most a perfect film. Would think that. Didn't need anything else. No, no. It. The the end sequence is a bit oh, jarring. You know when he like stops the bullets. No, that's great. Oh. It's it's yeah, it's okay. Like okay. I I like loved I like loved it. When but. this is kind of embarrassing a little bit, but when YouTube first came on on the scene, <laughs> I loved this film so much. That I literally was like, and I love Rage Against the Machine as well. I went and I clipped the ending of the film. Da- cool. Downloaded the film, cut off a Kazar or something. Sorry, don't don't arrest me, please. And I um, I clipped the last scene where he's he goes to the telephone booth and he answers the phone and he's, he's and I can't remember exactly what it says, but he talks to I think it's the agent or whatever. Um, tells him that you know the, the, ta- the time's up and he walks away from the from the telephone booth and flies off in the air and it has the Rage Against the Machine soundtrack playing. And I, I published that on YouTube. This was a four days where that, that stuff would get taken down. I think it had a couple hundred thousand views before it did get, eventually get took down. But yeah, that, that, that scene to me was just like the coolest scene <laughs> at the time. It was like, yes. It was cool. Oh, it still is cool. Yeah, well, sorry. What yeah. is, sorry, it is cool. Yeah, like I just wanted to reaffirm that it is yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. Shades. Leather coats. Yeah. Loads of guns. Mate, you should get leather coat and shades. Why aren't we seeing you in this? Yeah, but I'm not cool <laughs> enough to do that. If I could. Get rid of that I wear purple what top that you're wearing. I wear a lot of black. <laughs> this is my new purple top. So, like, just... Trying just, something. Just, just... <laughs> uh, like, I was... The main reason for watching this film was to uh, to see what Sarah thought about it. Yes, yes. what did Sarah think? She said, oh, "Was that the one where they like sit on those dentist chairs and like they go into like?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like and I was like, "Yeah, that's the one." I was like, "Yeah, I fell asleep." I was like, "Great, great." So, you, yeah, no, yeah, right. accomplished. Wait, so she she fell asleep when you were watching it with it? With yeah. Her. All right. Well, you guys, you guys have got a lot in common, then, uh, don't you? Yeah, you do, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Aaron, you've been watching much? <laughs> yeah, I have. Right. So, and none of you have seen it, but the trailer for Westworld season three was released last night. Please tell me you've both seen Westworld season one and two. Can I say right? So, uh, I watched Westworld season one. Yeah. 
and I quite liked it. Yeah. I watched season two, and some of that was incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like the Japanese. Yeah, well, some of the, I don't want to spoil it, but that, that was very good. Yeah. I got to the final episode, right? And my Now TV oh. app on my PlayStation would refuse to play the final episode. I I, I reinstalled it and, and, and tried all sorts of things. Could not get it to play. I refused to watch it on my PC because I was like, <laughs> I'm so I was like so into it. I want to watch this on my TV. Now TV, if you're listening, can you please get in contact exactly. with Daniel? <laughs> and yeah. then and then obviously Game of Thrones has finished up recently. I last night me and my wife were like, oh yeah, we haven't watched the final episode of Westworld. Oh, this is like a year later. We're oh like, no, let's try and watch it. We tried to watch it and we were just like baffled by what's going on. <laughs> like, I have no at the time I had no clue what was going on, and now I was just like. No, so after about five minutes, I turned off. I was uh, just like, I'm, I'm just sad that I don't get to experience that. Because the new season stars Aaron Paul. Oh, really? Yes. And it looks pretty great. It looks so different. Is it Aaron Paul playing Aaron Paul? No, 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 no. Or no. is he doing some like other. There's no, there's, no, there's no like science bitches and all that stuff. No, no, no. He's not doing that. <laughs> that was a reference from Breaking Bad, if you didn't know. Uh, finish Scrubs. Uh, season 8 is when we finished uh, Heather loved it I loved it it's amazing uh, watched Sicario 2 finally um, good film good yes film. not as it. good not as good as the first one but it's a good film yeah me and Johnny went to watch it didn't we Sicario, uh, yeah, yeah. Sicario 2 yeah. yeah I was supposed to go with you but uh, obviously you guys went over there so hey you guys you get the film all, you get the cinema all the time with that was. Uh, you're right I did it because of what I'm going to talk about I went to see without you uh, right well obviously watching Chernobyl uh, Game of Thrones more won't talk about that Except for, why do you think I traveled all this way? Uh, that was pretty funny. Is that what he says? I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Screw you, <laughs> Bran. Um, can, I, can I say, the only thing I want to say about Game of Thrones is, it's inspired me to now read the books. <laughs> uh, yeah, because they're, no, uh, and where they stop is just not fun. Yeah, but of course George R. R. Martin's going to bring out the No, he's not. He's going he's gonna to croak before that happens. Sorry, George. Uh, okay, so I want to see Detective Pikachu. Uh, people who follow us on Instagram will know this already. Pika Pika. No, he talks like a human being in this film. Oh, yeah, it's Ryan, Go- Ryan Reynolds, isn't he? <laughs> it's Ryan Gosling as Ryan Reynolds <laughs> in Detective Pikachu. It's really good. Um, first of all, story is quite easy to get, I would say, but Despite that, the peak, the Pokemon Pokemons look amazing. They feel amazing. Like the soundtrack was really good. Um, Ryan Reynolds does an absolute cracking job. It did feel like I was watching Deadpool, the Pikachu edition, sometimes, but that's okay. Yeah, but that's what he does, isn't it? And that's yeah. why people like him. He's got he's that character. He's the quick quick comedy. Yeah. Um, the 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 lead guy who whose name escapes me as we're recording, he was really really good. I thought he was class. Um, and he. He is a young actor that I think is going places. What well, I used to are both going to go see it, so I assume you're going to watch it at some point. So I might not support it, but but what they do with like the whole putting Pokemon into a ball and then forcing them to fight and the way that they like deal with that in the context of like mm-hmm. the the now story. it's the real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just like they they exclude that completely in this certain area. Which is really cool. So Pokemon are free to choose what they want to do. Oh, they have okay. like jobs and stuff, which is pretty cool. Mm. Um, and like instead of like being shoved in a ball, what they do is they like the 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 person and the Pokemon choose each other, and then they're like buddies for the rest of their lives. Um, I don't want to talk about the story because whatever, it's really boring. Well, it's just not that good. 
Uh, Mewtwo is in it and he's OP. I was going to say, like, it's so OP. So, obviously, for us growing up, we were all massive into Pokemon, I believe. Yeah. Um, it was a big craze at the time when we were kids. And then the, the Pokemon film came out, which I was like, I loved it. At the time. Yeah, yeah, I went to see it. I think I skipped Did you get a free Pokemon yeah, card got, when I, you went to uh, see it? I got, I got Mew. I I, I, th- yeah, I, believe, got I believe I got may have watched this pirated and not taken it. Oh, oh, what? <laughs> I think. I was still in Belfast. Actually, you know what? No, I probably did watch it at the cinema, I think. I don't, I don't think I did get a pack card, though. But I remember watching it a lot afterwards on like a VHS. <laughs> awesome. Anyway, um, what I was going to ask was, is this the original... Po- Sorry for this, I just bored anyone. Is this the original Pokemon, or is it got the new stuff, new ones in? Because obviously, uh, Mewtwo's from the original. New, new, the new Pokemon are in it too. Like, there's, you know, the Pokemon that are, they've got big ears and they're quite monkey-like, and they do oh, signs. Yeah, yeah. Like they're used. You say you go to like a club or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, like they play like. So you sort of like bring those into the yeah. world. So they're like speaker Pokemon. Yeah, like speaker Pokemon. Really, really like it's just so good. The Pokemon are designed so well. There's a scene with uh, a mime that's like so funny and mm. like they just have nailed what the pokemon's powers are and like how to utilize them to make them like to transfer yeah. that into film does so it what's grimer doing uh, i'm not did there... you not see grimer in the film i didn't see a grimer no probably not worth do you see do you see like a, a slow poke you see a slow poke yeah you see a lick of tongue is it is it kind of does it make the whole sonic we haven't really talked about this, but the whole like, <laughs> the whole like it's Sonic gonna, it's film. Gonna, it's gonna eat out. Sonic for breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Again, so Sonic. They showed a trailer for Sonic with yeah. um, with James Marsden and pretty excited and, about uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah, but obviously everyone's internet has gone crazy because the character looks like a dude in a looks suit. Weird. Looks very in a onesie odd. or something. Whereas in Pokemon, the whole body, no legs. <laughs> He's got calf muscles, but like, like it looks completely different to how the actual cartoon and the yeah, yeah, game yeah, looks yeah, like, yeah. and it's sort of like done a weird like they've done a weird version. They're yeah. gonna fix it now, supposedly. But for me, like I could imagine they could have done this, something similar to this with the Pokemon because obviously they've got like transfer yeah. into real life versions of them. But they, they, they do a good, you know, they obviously it sounds like they do, they do a good version of that. It's not yeah, creepy or weird. no. I mean, even when it is creepy, it's it's like supposed to be right it's really honestly the pokemon look so good they just look so good pikachu is so cute it's like he's just the cutest little dude real. yeah oh absolutely i would like uh, someone who's not an avid pikachu fan i was like yeah that is that is a that is a pokemon that i would own well aaron you sold me on it i'm probably i'm gonna you to should it honestly it's a really good family film this is something like do you think well, if, I would watch. I would. I would take my kids to go see do that. You think if you've you haven't never, got any kids, if I had kids, oh right, if you okay, maybe I wasn't telling us something. <laughs> maybe I have a nine. No, I'm just so busy. Oh, all the time. oh yeah, yeah. He's got a new family in Bradford. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you? Would you take someone who'd never seen Pokemon? Would someone who's never seen Pokemon or yeah. never played Pokemon? Like I did. It, do you think? I took my wife. So. And she never doesn't know him about nothing Pokemon. about. Okay, Pokemon. she didn't even play she Go. She enjoyed it. She not play Go. No, she never played Go. Even Jerry, yeah. even Jeremy Corbyn played Go. Remember, he was playing on the news, playing Pokemon Go, when he should have been. What while he was on the news? Yeah, he was on the news. And he was like, he went to a park and was playing it and saying he was catching a pidgey or something. <laughs> cool, cool, <laughs> cool. Jeremy, Jeremy, with his grand's mum's knitted. Jumpers. Hello, fellow kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Well, on to the main event now, then, eh? 
No, maybe not. I don't know. Anyone else got anything to say about what they've been watching? Oh, you should just go watch Detective Pikachu. It's really good. That's that's my advice. Okay. So, Moana. You need to wait for the transition, so you need to do a nice transition out. Uh, and do the, and then you've got transition music. You can't just be like, put into it. I just, I just cut it. Ali Cravalho. Ali Cravalho. That's Aaron listening to himself say the name of this character. Yeah. So, Moana came out in 2006. Uh, it was directed by... Uh, no, it didn't. So, yeah, 2016. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm reading it off my phone, and I just like saw the six and was like, yeah, that's what it is. But that was a fail. Anyway, uh, it was directed by John Mucker, Rob Clement... Don Hall and Chris Williams. Wow, that's a lot of directors, isn't it? Yeah, I think John Mucker was the main director. Also, Taika Waititi. Oh, yeah. Um, the director of the Thor film. To be fair, that's usually in animation films, they usually have quite a few directors because it takes so... Well, because it takes so long to for development, usually they, they pass it on a little bit as well. And there's the... Yeah, so it's kind of fairly normal, I think, for to have multiple directors. I, I figured that it was something to do with that. Or there's like a director of the film and there's like director of like the animation maybe. They had the, like the two. I'm not too sure. I mean, I'm sure the more we do this podcast, we'll learn how to like, you know, look at film stuff and be like, oh yeah, that's what that means. Um, it stars Ali Cravalho as Moana and Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Maui. Uh, it's set in ancient Polynesia. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Was that you? Yeah, apologies. Johnny just airdropped me and ruined what I was reading. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. Uh, okay, so it's set in ancient Polynesia when a terrible curse incurred by the demigod Maui reaches Moana's island. She answers the ocean's call to seek out the demigod to set things right. That blurb is absolutely stolen from IMDb. I, I cannot claim any praise for that. So the listeners and maybe you two might be wondering why I chose the film. I just wanted a change in direction from what we've been watching. We've been watching a lot, of, like a lot of heavy films, a lot of like maybe indie films, and I just thought it'd be quite nice to watch something quite lighthearted. Um, I know that Johnny isn't maybe the biggest Disney fan, so forcing him to watch a Disney film kind of made me happy. Um, I love Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Can, um, can I just say yes? So who's no. like the the biggest action action star at the moment on, on any films? Is is the Rock, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so he's like the, you know, the biggest action star. He's like, you know, really like badass. Like, oh, I'm, you know, he's like a big action star. He's a massive yeah. henchman. His name is Dwayne. It's just like funny, isn't it? It's like <laughs> Dwayne is like a big action. Star. Just, just not the sort of like action. It's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know what I mean? It's just like Dwayne, but obviously. It's yeah, but you know, for all the Dwaynes out there, they're like, yeah, we've got. Yeah, like yeah, a hench, yeah. I'm just, it's just funny. Model. It's just a funny. Yeah, yeah. I love that the rock. It's like I think that is officially in his name now because of WWE. Oh really? That's uh, something like that. Um, you know, I'm probably just talking absolute rubbish. Um, uh, he's pretty great. Like I love him in all the fast films. Um, I quite like family friendly films. Uh, Heather and I would probably watch like sometimes we might watch like a Disney film like Mulan maybe, but I tend to cater towards more Ghibli or Ghibli as it's 
properly and no, I'm going to say Ghibli. We've always said Ghibli, haven't we? I know, but you know, everyone I'm, else says Ghibli, but I I'm listening to Ghibliotech and I'm like, oh, I'm definitely pronouncing this wrong. But anyway, yeah, just you know, I wanted to try something a little bit different, mm. so that's why I chose Moana. Um, did any of you guys have any thoughts prior to this? Uh, I know that I haven't given you that question. I'd already seen it a few couple of years ago, so yeah. I watched it with my wife. Um, I think actually maybe in the last year. And we loved it and we watched it then and we went, when afterwards I like watched all like the behind the scenes, little like segments and mm. stuff and like really got into it. And then, I, yeah, so yeah, I I was kind of looking forward to watching this again. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd never seen it before, before we'd done this. So it was like almost like an excuse to watch it as well. What about you? No, I'd never seen yeah. it before. So um, yeah, it, it was, was uh, really, it was, it was fresh. You look really like. Yeah, it's not unsatisfied by by the choice. Yeah, no, but maybe I, I don't think I don't think it'd be one to pick. I don't think it'd be one I would pick out for myself. But uh, it was intriguing that you had not seen it before and you chose it for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, yeah, I I wanted to. We be were you persuaded by someone to to watch it? I may uh, by our better halves collectively may have said that they wanted yeah. a film that they could get behind but also i like those types of films like high school musical stuff like that like mm. i think we're all into them but like so i'm not i'm not like against it and i was really excited to watch it so yeah you're just you're yeah. look at that you're smiling at me yeah um man mm. you just it's because you hate that i don't hate disney uh okay so how did you find the two main characters moana and maui were there any other characters that you'd like to talk about apart from them um silence yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are some other characters I would like to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, uh, I guess I guess I'll talk about. Okay, so Moana, it's not she's not a very uh, usual Disney character. I don't think. I mean, she's a little no, bit different. Um, usually, I mean, obviously in the past, it's like you know the Disney princesses, and she's still a princess of of a type. No, like, no, she states that she is not. A well, princess. but she's like it. It's sort of in the same same sort of. She's like, a chief's daughter. Yes, I understand that, but you know, there is some connection there with like the Disney princesses and stuff. They did a different take on it. Um, yeah, like the you know at the start of the film, obviously she's trying to please her father. And she's trying to convince herself that you know she can stay in the village and be happy. Um, Obviously, the sea is calling her. Like even with, I think, yeah, we see it at the start when she's a little kid, yep, don't yep, we? And she has that interaction with the ocean. Uh, it's funny. I was talking to my wife about this. Any time now, we see we see little like kids in films and stuff. We just instantly think about our own daughter, Cute. and we just like like we watched this film last year before we had our daughter and didn't make any of those connections. So seeing this, seeing this uh, recently, it was just like wow, yeah, it's weird how it happens. Um, Obviously, like, you know, she's very persistent. She's, like, frustrated with her family and she doesn't want to be... She, she seems like she, she's happy to lead, but she doesn't want them... She yeah. doesn't want to lead them on this island. She wants yeah. to go off the island. Yeah. Um, it's, like, almost like it's... She sort of did, feels like she needs to be off the island. It's sort of, like, because it's part of her ancestry, but, you know, obviously the, her father doesn't, doesn't want them to leave... And go past the uh, the reef, isn't it? Yeah, that's the reef. Yeah. I thought one of the nice things about like, a nice little like uh, motif they used in the film with her character was the whole like placing the rocks on the mm -hmm. on the top of the hit mountain, and the whole like 
you know, the whole phrase and the whole like uh, saying, you know, a rolling stone gathers no moss. Like yeah. she wants to be a rolling stone. She wants to go leave the, the tribe. But obviously all the, st- all the stack stones there are gathering moss yeah. and staying in the same place. And obviously, you know, towards the end of when she places the, the, um, what is it? The shell on top of the, on top of the stone instead. I thought that was a beautiful little, like little motif they used. I really, I really liked that it wasn't her, like her story arc wasn't a love story. Yeah. I loved that. Like so many of Disney's films, even Frozen is a love story in a sense, as in it's to do with sisterhood. Yeah. Um, but this think... is this is just about like a person's like like just um destiny or like their yeah. their of overcoming a problem. I think yeah, in she, the last... she she becomes a hero really rather than like you'd like to call her a princess or like a chief's daughter or something. Like if there was a a male character in that same position they'd just be like, oh yes yeah, like the hero comes in and saves the day but because it's i don't know it's because it's usually a princess or um you know like a damsel in distress like to to say it's a hero um i don't know, just doesn't quite feel right but it is right in in this yeah, she, occasion yeah, it's, it's, she's she's a badass how old is she young I don't think it ever. I think because even though she is a hero, what? Why does she go off by herself out on the boat? Like if I was a dad, I would be like, my daughter's gone. Yeah, she's dead. Yeah, but she's a hero. She's got its destiny in it. Like, well, she's also like a teenager, I guess, and just you know goes against what her father's wishes and stuff. Doesn't even want to talk about Maui. He's his character design's class. It's so good. Like. All the you know the tattoos on him, like I love that that was something they added in, and it almost felt like his his tattoos were a separate character to him. Yeah, yeah, I think it was really like for me, like it was. It, obviously, he comes across really like arrogant, you know, and like big headed and stuff, but like they use his tattoos to sort of show what he's really like a little mm. bit. Also, they use his tattoos as a as a placeholder for us, the audience. So like when we want him to do certain things, you know, they'll use his tattoo as a yeah. thing to like, to like pull him back or like actually make him, convince him to change his mind or whatever. Um, also what the tattoos are really good. I, I, mean, I love the tattoos. I thought they were really good as well because they give extra context to his backstory. So they yeah. show a little bit, they focus on a few um, bits of his backstory and about how he became, you know, how he became the, the demigod and like, Stuff he did for the the for the humans and stuff, but also I imagine this because his whole body is covered in tattoos. There's probably like little Easter eggs in there, other things yeah. he's done. Uh, but I I love the, the whole tattoo thing. Um, I mean like as a character, obviously yeah, he comes across really big headed and arrogant, but like you can say you, you find out later on that he's overcompensating for his insecurities, like which yeah, is kind yeah. of like again, it's quite a um, it's quite a probably quite a new thing i would yeah, say for a lot yeah, of these yeah, disney yeah. films yeah uh one thing i wanted to mention before about about moana which i forgot to mention um but i think in the last i would say the last four four or five years i've definitely seen um disney i think it's probably since pixar came along but disney like they've, they've definitely changed the stories they're telling mm-hmm. in their films yeah, yeah yeah so yeah they're not just the classic love stories obviously frozen has some elements of that but it does a spin on that, you know, with the, it's yeah, yeah. sisters, really. Of course. Um, but yeah, like, I like that they're 
they're not necessarily concentrating that they're, they're able to it it's just a bit gets a bit boring and same when they do the same story yeah. over and over again it's nice that they're able to completely pivot and do something completely different um but yeah back back on Maui, uh, on Maui yeah i think what's really what's really good about him is that how him and Moana sort of complement each other yeah yeah like you know obviously she shows him like obviously when he loses his his power and stuff and he's like he thinks he's nothing without his his um hook um she shows him that you know he's, he has value without that he doesn't need it to be you know to be a good good guy and obviously then he's also teaching her how to be a master you know seafarer yeah, wayfarer. yeah. like you know she's destined to be that but she can't do that because yeah you know people have forgotten so it's a good like they complement each other quite well yeah they do i like their chemistry along with the help with of the ocean mm. like the three of those like that sort of gel them all together is just like really cool like and like it's weird that the ocean was able to become like a, an actual character like a separate entity in the film and i thought it was just really really like disney did a, such a good job and the animators and, and, the, and the team did such a good job of like of like making me mm. feel for this this gives it character yeah character. yeah so at the start of this johnny we aaron asked you if you wanted to talk about any of the characters and you said yes but i don't want to talk about these two i want to talk about something else so who, who what are the other characters you want to talk so, about so the other, the other characters um they're not in it for very long but the uh the coconut yes, uh so good. coconut characters like oh they're so good it's like a mini mad max inside <laughs> yeah yeah the absolutely film. or like water <laughs> world or something like there's so much going on like oh, yeah. like and for in, such in a all, short scene yeah for you know because all these tiny little characters are just dying across the screen doing completely different things it must have taken absolutely ages to to cgi all of that um, there's loads of like really cool like gadgets and gizmos they had to yeah. like to like perf- to, like harpoon them and all that sort of stuff like they had loads of little like cool like yeah gadgets that could go i think that's like one of my favorite scenes in, in the whole film was with was there a little bit I, I was kind of hoping that they'd come back later on uh but uh, it was sad, not. yeah it was sad that they didn't and then the the other character who's not <laughs> not really a character but it's a really good um part of the film is the lava monster oh yeah uh, yeah, the, the is she the Mother Nature or something? I think I think they've it's got, just they've a, got a name, haven't they? I can't remember what the name is. I mean, I don't up. know if it's like a, a a god or something like that. But um, he just looks really scary and she. kind of cool. Is it she? Yeah, the lava monster. Yes. Yeah. Is it she? Yes. Oh my goodness, Johnny! Did you fall asleep again? <laughs> do you? Do you, you not remember what happens? happens <laughs> you know what at the end of the film, where they put the heart, yeah, in the, the heart monster, back, and then the heart lava monster becomes. Oh yeah, it becomes mother nature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so is it is a, is a girl? It's mother nature, isn't it? That, that's oh yeah, but the la- the lava monster isn't like. Um, is they, it gender? I'm pretty it? sure it's. Spo- I think it's supposed to be basically mother nature. It's just a volcano, isn't it? Uh, I think it's supposed to be like. The same character, the same like God, but has been like had the heart pulled out of it, so it's. But gone. you, you've, you've just, you've just gendered something, and lava, am, lava can be anything. Right. Well, I'm pretty sure they allude to being a female in the film. There is, a, there is a name for the, um, for the. But, but it's just anyway, a lava monster. Yeah. But yeah, I, like I thought that was really cool. Like, for you know, it's quite scary for a kids' film. Like, the scenes where the lava monster there. 
uh, yeah, it was, was kind uh, of quite, quite scary, you know, yeah. pretty intense. You know, if 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 I was, you know, eight or nine, and maybe a bit younger, I'd probably be a little bit freaked out by that. Well, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna completely ruin this like this name of this character, but <laughs> Takai. Is that Takai. What it is? I think that's the name of the of the uh, antagonist, which is the uh, which once was once the benevol- benevolent island goddess Tafiti. Tafiti. That's that, that that's the. Is, it, is that a boy or a girl? I don't know. Didn't say. I mean, I guess does it? Move? I suppose it doesn't really matter, does it? Um. Yeah. So before we, because you were talking about visuals, and I'd like to move on to visuals, but um, a couple of honorable mentions: the pig was pretty cool, and also the chicken was pretty funny. So I didn't realize this until after researching it. But the chicken was voiced by Alan Tudyk, who is the pilot from Firefly. He does a lot of like, he does a lot of voice acting and stuff as well. Uh, wait, what? Okay, he doesn't say anything. He makes like chicken noises. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, fair I enough. don't know how, yeah, I saw that and I was like, that is weird. But but like, yeah, he was, well, the chicken is one of the best, one of my favorite characters in the whole film. It brings complete levity the whole time. Like, yeah. It's great. And uh, the crab was pretty good too, but the crab. Oh yeah, did you listen to the to the? Did you watch the, the film to completion to the end credits? The after the end, after the end credits. Yeah, because there's a scene at the end where the crab comes back. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, why crab, how did I miss that? The basically the crab at the right at the end of the film is on his back because the Ma- Maui is like not the one his back, and he can't get up, he can't move, <laughs> and he says once I think I wrote it down what he said. Um, he basically said he's talking to the camera and he says oh I bet you'd feel sorry for me if I was uh, if I had a Jamaican accent and and, and I can't remember exactly what it was but he was saying like he, if, if he was a crab from Little Mermaid oh uh, that's funny he references that but yeah there's Jermaine Clement wasn't it from yeah. Fun Chords he did really good his he, I mean he's got we all know he's got a good singer voice it's, so. it is interesting how in Moana they, they, they had these like single like like the coconuts and then the um, even like the island. I'm going to try and try and remember the name, but the, the island, uh, the lava goddess, like uh, sorry, the lava the lava demon, and then like yeah, uh, the the crab. Um, how they've, they only they were only in it for like one scene basically each or a couple of scenes maybe, and they don't really. It's most the most of the film is mostly just about the journey between yeah. Maui and Moana. Like, they, they don't lean on the other characters a lot, which is, I kind of quite enjoyed that. But maybe there's just, like, a lot of um, gods in that culture and they just wanted to try and get some of their, like, favourite ones or the, the the key ones. Or maybe they just got them all in that. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe it was something to do with that. But um, all I know is it entertained me. It entertained me. Right, that's good. I like that. <laughs> right. What did you guys think of the visuals? Um, were there any scenes that you particularly enjoyed? I've got one, but it's the last scene, so uh, one of the last scenes. I'd, I would rather save it to the end. So what I enjoyed about the visuals was how simple the locations and the environments were. Like, they, they, this, they, obviously, because it's a Polynesian island culture they're talking about, they, you know, you don't have a lot of like cities and like other like environments to go to. It's and the most most of the film is about her wanting to, you know, find a way in the in, on the ocean. So like I liked how simple the environments were and like, which meant that when you did come across, 
like again the, the island or the the the, mon the monster realm or the um, lava monster, the lava monster stuff. It, it really stood out, like how. And I get all like the coconut stuff, like the coconut pirates. Like they, those elements stood out so much more because because it's the rest of the film is quite uh, simple in terms of it's just you know it's her on the open sea. Um, for me, like it was the those segments and then like the musical se se segments with like the illustrative uh, motion um, design and stuff that they did with all the tattoos and they did all like. Maui explaining, you know, how he was a demigod and what stuff, sort of stuff he did. And he had all the different, like, illustrations going on behind him, all, all in his sort of, his tattoo style. I thought that that was really stood out even more as well. Um, so I think, the, yeah, how simple it was in a lot of areas meant that they could, they, when they went big, it would it felt more impactful. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like, especially, like, the, the end sequences in general, like, all the last little bits. And if you think about the scene that happened before, you know, where um, she's trying to decide whether she's going to go and actually just put the heart back herself. Mm. And it's literally just a still water and you have the, the famous song. And like most of it, it's just, it's mostly like, a, it's mostly black. Yeah. You don't really see much. It's very still. And then the next, basically the next, the end of the film is all very vibrant, lots of color, lots of use of like amazing cinematic moments. Mm. And then you have like what I would say is my favorite scene in the whole film. And, I might be wrong in this, but I feel like you don't really see like a lot of like extremely arty moments in Disney films. I bet you I'm way off and someone's going to like call me on it. But you know when uh, the sea opens up oh, and yeah. everything slows down and all the CGI is yes. just like in this like yeah. beautiful... That, that scene where she is walking towards the lava monster and this all slows down, there's music's... In... Yeah. Interconnected with it as well. Yeah, it felt quite. Yeah, definitely felt epic, and it had like, it felt like concept art from a. It yeah, felt like it yeah. was just like this amazing key art of this of this film, and they've managed to capture that as part of the of of, of the scene. Yeah, that actually now you say that that does, that does did stand out to me. I did I did write it in my notes about that. Yeah, yeah that, that was it, very honestly like I turned to Heather and just had like a big massive grin <laughs> in my face because she gets used to the fact that whenever something. I'm excited by on screen happens. I'm always doing mm. something with my face, like, oh, well, it looks so good. But like, it was so impactful. And that, like, so the film was, I was like, I'm really enjoying this film. I am really enjoying this film. And then that happens. And I'm like, oh, that was so good. It looked stunning. So, Johnny, was there anything that stood out for you in terms of visuals? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, 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 was a, it was a really, like, good-looking film, like, from the outset, because I didn't really know what I was watching before, just mm. turning it on. Yeah, uh, had, had you not heard much about what this was then? Before? Uh, no, because I'm an adult, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like oh, this just turn it on just like the first opening scenes and stuff it's like it is really like beautiful and yeah. colourful and I don't, I don't think I've seen a film really like that before Johnny um, have you seen Frozen? no oh man okay well I guess that's our next choice then well isn't it? just thinking like you've got you, yeah you've yeah. got a lot of good I mean I know you're not like totally into it at loads but, it's like, but you if, are, if I'm gonna have a kid one day like yeah, why you, waste all that like good film now when you can just like discover it with a with a kid yeah, that's that a, is a that's a good that's a that's really valid. good point actually like, like genuinely like, yeah you're ruining your life I mean I'm not ruining <laughs> it am I like I'm just gonna watch it again with, with my kids well, would you not like to discover it together is that not a more is that not a better moment to have? No, I don't. 
I mean, no, okay, no, I don't, I don't know. It depends on the con the context of the situation. But my kids are going to be exposed to like Ghibli stuff. Like they're going to be, it's, I'm going to, I, I will go down the Disney route, but I'll mostly, I'm hoping, be the cartoony stuff. And then that almost seems like you're manufacturing how your kids are going to grow up. They're only going to watch Ghibli. I mean, if they want to watch Disney films, that's fine. I'm not saying they can't like, do it. But I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know, but that is the, you're right. But that there is an aspect of like children's films that I would like my kids to watch, and it's definitely like Ghibli related. It's definitely like uh, like Pokemon films, like you know, stuff like that. Like that's that's what I would have wished that I could have watched when I was younger. Though I did watch Disney films. I'm and, kind of thinking like. I don't think anyone's ever like pushed me into saying you're gonna watch these type of films. Oh yeah, but you don't do that. You just stick it on, don't you? You just say, "I've got this film that you might want to watch." To the four or five year old that will be my child, <laughs> hypothetically, and you would just watch it. Like, I don't know how it works. I don't. I don't think I would like build it up they, to be this they, like, thing. They will have the Netflix remote or whatever. They'll be putting on Peppa Pig or whatever they want. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe you can. There's ways to, I'm sure there's ways to do it. I don't know. I'm not a parent. <laughs> I'm looking at the parent and he's like, yeah, stop talking. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that visuals, yeah, visuals are really good. Colors are nice. What do you think the target audience was? Actually, that's perfect. It leads into this, doesn't it? Do you think they did a good job of entertaining them? I think this is a bit of a broader target audience for, for Disney films. So, you know, it's got some more adult themes i mean going back to how old was moana you know she, we're saying that she's probably i'd say late teens i think she's i think the actress playing her is like 13 or 14 something like that but i'm not sure how old she's supposed to be i think you know if she's 13 14 you know like literally going off on a boat out into the middle of nowhere it's like i really just can't imagine that happening but if you think about like the time that might have happened in Polynesia, like I mean, I'd, I mean, it's a Disney film. It's a <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but you know, but no, I think they did a lot, a lot of research on on the culture, like all of the the garments and stuff that they. Oh, of course, yeah, but I mean, like, are real, yeah, of course. But I feel like it's like like you know, it's aiming at a a broader range. You know, it's got stuff in there for like the younger audience, like the the chicken and the pig and the various like like comedy characters which are yeah. easier to latch on to but there's like a deeper story underneath it all uh which you know i'm not saying you know a lot of the other disney films are not accessible for adults but this one seems to be a bit more of a current story as well with uh yeah. after the environment and the world and um yeah i just feel like it can affect more people um with the way it's been made i think yeah like the 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 target audience is 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 what disney's so good at is just like being family friendly it's kind of for they have something for everyone in there like that you can like latch on to either whether it's the music or whether it's the visuals or whether it's the story or whether it's like specific character and like so i was listening to Ghibliotheca. Bibliotech uh, and Jonathan Ross was talking about, and they were all talking about like the differences between Disney and um, and Ghibli. Oh, oh well, whatever. Uh, and essentially, like what they said about Ghibli was that like it was really good at looking under a microscope for a specific person or a specific type. You know, like for example, Spirited Away, like a eight to sort of twelve year old girl, and like capturing 
that moment you know if, if your parents like were turned to pigs and like how that 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 someone at that age would react and like basically they were saying that like does a very good job of doing the microscope thing whereas like uh, disney does a massive job and a really good job of like doing the broad spectrum and, and sort of capturing it all and i was like yeah that totally that really resonated with me because i was like yeah yeah like that is what disney is really good at is like kind of including everyone it, you know for example frozen like might not be something that i'm super into and i didn't really enjoy it but though those songs man those songs were really flipping good and like i was like really into them i feel like looking after the environment is something that everyone can get behind there's there's nothing really that unless you're in an oil company like <laughs> like most people can donald get, trump can get behind that kind of story there's nothing that's you know too touchy nothing that's going to offend anyone in that absolutely did you guys enjoy the songs um and how do you think they compared to other disney songs disney film songs um the main song like i'd already heard someone singing it before i watched the film so i watched it with with sarah seems to be my film companion nowadays but uh yeah she was singing it before during after the film (laughs) uh and they 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 play that same song or the same yeah, parts yeah, of the song yeah. like four or five yeah. times in the yeah. film. So I don't know if that's just to like really drive it home, the uh, that song, and to get kids singing it after it so they buy the soundtrack or whether they couldn't really think of anything else to, to put in that sort of slot. But I thought it was okay. I thought, you know, it, as far as Disney songs go, I, I can't repeat the words. I can't even remember what the words are, uh, but I can kind of hum the tune. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Like for me... The songs were, were were a great fit for the film. Um, like again, I, I I couldn't sing the song right now, but I can hum the tune. I know, like, obviously people must recognize it and sing it because, like, Sarah, you said Sarah was singing it. Um, but for me, like, yeah, I probably it was good to call back to the song a few times, but it did feel a little bit repetitive in, at points. The thing I liked about this, the soundtrack was the use of like the native languages yeah, that they yeah, brought yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it was just like beautiful. Like it was really, it was really well brought in. Um, I just think compared to other Disney musicals, yeah, yeah. Like obviously when Frozen came out, me and my wife were singing that for months and Do months and months after. Snowman? And it's, you can instantly sing it. It's like, for me, yeah, it, that, that is a much more recognizable and like catchy sort of soundtrack, but this fits the film really well. I think that, that that's for me. Like, I don't, I wouldn't say it's, necessarily much worse than frozen it's just that it's you know it just fits it fits the the, the world and the and the and the film really, really well like i thought yeah the polynesian stuff was absolute class like I, I that was my favorite part but like i was going through in my head and i was like if you say jungle book you're like or if you say like lion king you can be like like you can just do it it's a bit harder with Moana, isn't it? And it is so much harder. Mm. Even even Frozen. And even like, there's, I think there's probably a gap in Disney films where like the songwriting is on point and then Frozen happens and they're back on point again. Um, and Moana is really good, but I just don't think it is as strong no, as, as a lot of the great. But that's, again, like that's not, but what it, I, mean, I enjoyed about the film yeah but i mean like you're talking about the best musical films of all time <laughs> so it's like it's hard to stay up there yeah a bit, like, yeah, you know. yeah. I kind of felt at points like the the musical sections of moana were kind of sandwiched in into places really? it, at points i kind of felt like 
oh, well, we've got we've got a song now, so we've got to watch this. I was like kind of hoping it would just continue on with the story. Right. Uh, it just seemed like, oh, okay, right, okay. So, so, got... so I'm assuming you preferred Zootopia because there's no, I don't think there's any music in that. Is there? Is there, is there no um, musicals in that, is there? I can't remember. I don't, no, I don't, I don't think, so. think there is. I, I mean, yeah, I, before, like my, my initial thoughts were to compare this to Zootopia and I, I do think I do prefer Zootopia just in general. Can we just get, I'm just curious, just for our audience to find out, who here is a fan of musicals? Like, Johnny, do you like musicals? Not massively. I mean, there's a couple that I do like, but I wouldn't say I'm an expert or a yeah. avid fan. Wh which ones do you like, Johnny? Um, Sound of Music. I used to watch that as a kid. And I, supposedly I used to watch it, rewind it, and then watch it again from the beginning. Wow. Which, you know, there's some commitment, three hours. My, my, my nephews, genuine, like one or two of them do that too. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. I can't imagine watching six yeah. hours of Sound of Music. <laughs> not, yeah. Definitely not, no. How, how about you, Aaron? You, I, I would say I'm a fan, yeah. A lot of people kind of get turned off, don't they, with musicals? As soon yeah, as that which is really over. sad. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think it, it is one of those things. I know some people, like my wife, hates musicals when it's just constantly singing and there's no dialogue. Okay, yeah. But I mean, so you, so you're a fan. I can, but I can, I can agree. I agree with your wife on that. Like, I just sometimes, if you're not, especially if you're not geared up for it, it can be quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the one that's set in the French Revolution. Miserable. I've seen the stage play of that, but I've never seen the film. But I think a lot of the film is singing mostly. It's isn't all it? singing. Yeah. See, um, I, I absolutely loved it. But yeah, no, I, I understand. Like, it's it's a lot. You have to. Not taken, but I was just curious because obviously, it it, it makes a big impact on how if you like the film, like Johnny was saying, you know that you thought I kind of want up the plot to carry on and the story to carry on and, and to drop the. So we've already kind of mentioned it a little bit. Um, did you guys watch it with anyone else, and did they have anything to say about the film? Well, yeah, I watched it with Sarah. Um, I can't remember what she said, but I know she was much more happier watching that than she was watching some of the other films that we've watched. So. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Guys, uh, you're welcome. So I If think... you need picks, come to me. <laughs> Don't choose the other two because I'll just choose serious well, films. She... Good films, but serious films. Well, she definitely didn't like Fifth Element, so uh, that's... That, sorry, that's, but that's you both liked that. it, so that's why it's number one. So um... What else? Uh, King of Comedy. I don't think she liked that either. Um, but I think she, yeah, she enjoyed it. She was singing along to bits. Uh, I think it's a bit more of an approachable film. So yeah, I think, uh, no much. There's not much more commentary than that. How about you, Aaron? Did you, you watch uh, Yeah, like obviously Heather really enjoyed it. Like, but we like a lot of the same films. Heather did not like Fifth Element, but most of the films that I love, Heather like is also in agreement and um, she liked the story um she said she liked the fact that it wasn't about romance and that's both her and i agreed on that um love the chicken also mentioned that as well yeah see it's so good uh <laughs> heather said not a massive fan of the feature songs but loved the native songs again that's uh, we're on agreement on that and she just said it looked really pretty and they animated the ocean really well my my wife Absolutely loved this film. She was 
basically begging me to put it at number one because she was just like, it's the best film, it's better than all the other films. And I was like, yeah, but King of Comedy, oh, oh that woman who, who kidnapped the vlog, oh, that was rubbish. <laughs> compared, to Ma- compared to Moana, it's not, not very really good at all. Uh, she wrote a few things down for me to, she was like, don't just read them out, but I'm going to read a few things out. So she, again, yeah, she she uh, loves the fact that like, Disney like brings like these sort of stories to life and she she wants, she like really wishes that like, Sven from Frozen was real or like the chicken was real. Like she she really like loves being like in these worlds. I think Disney is basically like the Disney films are basically her favourite films. I think Up uh, obviously picks that but Great film. Up is her favourite film. She Great. loves these sort of films. Um she was yeah, again, uh loved the fact that it wasn't a love story, uh, that they were able to be vulnerable and help each other. And um she loved all the obviously all the tattoo stuff. Yeah, so she she absolutely loved this film um so yeah thanks aaron for that it's all right mate don't worry about it uh it's kind of like a loaded question and i think we'll bring it back at the end but essentially like that question isn't just to like the people that we watch with the question is to like our listeners like if people have opinions on the film that we are watching like please by all means either message us on our instagram the movie quest podcast and our email address which Ant is gonna tell us it's moviequestpod at gmail.com there we go. But we'll we'll say it again at the end so you guys can remember. Um, okay, so what last big question, just what were your overall thoughts on the film? Just you know, just sum it up for us. Johnny? So, um yeah. I mean it's it's <laughs> Wait, just, <laughs> just just like clip that little that little segment there. So uh yeah. Uh, there you go. Johnny's that's, done. that's my review. <laughs> uh it's, this isn't the sort of film I'd pick off the shelf to watch. Um, I'd, I'll have only watched this because it's been picked for the podcast. Or if you have little bambinos left. Yeah, or, you know, one day I might have a child and um, think, oh, what Disney film have I not watched yet? Like, child, we're going to watch The Matrix which, again. <laughs> which one has Aaron not forced me to watch on the podcast? Yeah, um, I, I think this... I mean, it looks beautiful and the story's good, but... The whole, I don't know, there isn't that initial attraction uh, to that world for me. Like, if someone says, oh, it's a Disney film ba- with a girl based on an island and she's got to go off and sail and do sort of stuff. That little blurb, which is probably not a very good blurb, doesn't really draw me to it. So watching it, I wasn't really going in thinking I'm going to love this. But it was it was an all right film. I'm not, I mean, I'm not the target audience for this, um, obviously. But it was it was good. I like it. Just for the animation alone, I thought that was uh, fantastic. I really like Fantasia, which is a, a drawn animated a Disney film. There's been two of them, which it's just uh, visuals along to classical music. Uh, and, you know, if you just turn the sound off and you could just really just sit back and relax and watch the film because it is really beautiful to watch uh, without the uh, the audio, audio, I could imagine. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit of a mixed review for me uh, i mean i didn't really love it and enjoy it but you know it was okay yeah um uh, fair i actually i just i never i didn't think that you would massively enjoy it and when i was watching it i was like yeah i don't think he's gonna get behind this film whatsoever is this gonna melt johnny's cold cold heart <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I don't like hate it no i know I there's I know, nothing johnny. really to what, hate in it because it is quite um 
it's in, quite inoffensive in a lot of ways. Mm. And I think that's maybe one of the things about it, because there isn't anything that's really brutal about it. There's nothing really gritty or, you know, there's, there's not a massive hook into it. It's kind of like... Mate, just, there is a massive hook. He carries it around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, there's a literal hook yeah, in the film. Well, you're sort of just going along for the ride, just for the adventure and just to see how, you know, how it plays out. There's, there's, there's not a massive not, amount of... Not, not a lot of stakes. Yeah. I mean, obviously the island is facing extinction, but it's almost like um, the world that we live in now, like the environmental yeah. crisis. Like, yeah, it's a bit worrying, but no one's like running yeah. around. Like, do, do you not think that it might be in a, a bit of a brave move to kind of try and say that in a film? Like, I, I, I don't think it is that brave, to be honest. Because yeah. everyone agrees that it's yeah, yeah 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 so yeah, like yeah. it's not like <laughs> like if they were coming out and saying actually no the the climate change isn't real that would be brave <laughs> um, but yeah I'd like I, to I, see I that film I'd like to see that Disney news. film with musicals and I want to see a Disney flat Earth film that's what I want to see uh, what about you Ant? Uh so okay so I thought it was a really good film uh, second time watching it obviously uh, music beautiful. Uh, I loved the world. I think that's my favorite part of this film is the world. Um, I loved finding out all like the backstory and the folklore and all the sort of like all the, all the stuff that makes up this Polynesian uh, culture. Um, it made me. It's not often films do this, but I really want to travel there now. I really want to be go to these right. islands and and right. go to Hawaii and yeah. you know, all those places and like. And get more, see more of this culture. I thought, oh, it's just beautiful. Like Heather and I had that exact conversation mm. as soon as we watched it. We were like, oh, we would love to go to Hawaii because it just, it looks, I don't know, like the culture just yeah. looks amazing. I, so. I think it's it's a shame it's on the other side of the world. That's yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I think overall the film is quite simple in what it's set out to do. Like it has not, it doesn't have a lot of characters. The use of and because there's a lot of characters, the use of like the ocean and the tattoo and stuff, and the chicken and the little pig, like they're not there's not many like characters that are actually speaking and having lots of dialogue. It's mostly it's mostly like Maui and uh and Moana, but because they were able to use these other like smaller characters and bring and give character to the ocean, give character to his tattoos, that helps a lot with the film. I like the characters, like Moana and Maui, but I didn't particularly love them. Like there's a lot of Disney films where you like absolutely love the characters, and for me, like oh, okay, or even films we've talked about recently, King of Comedy, it's a good film, really good film, but I love the character of Hooper Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There wasn't anything. Yeah. It, it both these characters are, are good, and I like them, but I didn't like absolutely love them. I'm not gonna like have a post. I'm not gonna have like a desktop. A desktop wallpaper of Moana or something in the background. Would you have a desktop wallpaper of Rupert Pupkin? Yes, of course I would, yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. Um, looking at ceiling tiles. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I like, I like the characters. They're pretty good. Uh, the music is mostly good, but not, again, not particularly standout. I think it works really well for this film. But And I, I would probably go and listen to the soundtrack occasionally when I'm working and stuff, but I, I don't think it's, like, an absolutely incredible, like, musical soundtrack. Uh uh, yeah, it's about it basically. I just for me the main take is I love the world. I want to go find out more about that culture, and want to go travel there. Yeah. So that, that I mean it must have done something good if I ever want to go travel there and, and see it all. In, in I'm sort of in agreement with like both like parts of the film. I did find that they were just okay, 
And then when the when the film like visually when it was good, it was like really really good and it really resonated with me. Like all the 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 native like Polynesian stuff like was just so interesting. Mm. Um, and I I wanted to I want to go away and learn more about that culture. Um, and I love like the, apparently the tattoos are like were legitimate, real. Yeah, uh, say, yeah. yeah. I mean, usually when they do these sort of movies and they do this sort of research as well, they they will make sure that it's accurate to the yeah to the uh the actual culture and i just thought like that's really cool because you have that scene you know where the guy's getting the tattoos done when he's quite <laughs> young and he's like oh my goodness is it done yet and i was like you know i just I, i'm like because i have tattoos i was like i want to know like you know why did they do that and you know what what's what's the story behind it and and when the, when the film was really good like the especially that final scene or or the the relationship between when they're on just because a lot of the film is just literally on on this little raft like it, it really it held my attention for the whole of it and i just thought like you know that it's obviously doing a really really good job of that but you know i've obviously seen other disney films which i, I like really like for example like the lion king like i that film is just i think that's a phenomenal film um and i really really enjoyed the lion king and then there's obviously various pixar films that like toy story and stuff and up that are just awesome and you know when you're comparing it to those sort of films is it is it amazing maybe it's not as amazing as those but like at the same time like whereas i yeah i like i did really enjoy it but i didn't like love 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 it mm. um i just super enjoyed it and there was just moments for it that just yeah. really really held me um I think its strongest card is its visuals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. Like, and and if if you put if you planted if you compare visuals of like, I'd probably say a lot of a lot of the top Pixar films to this. I think this probably trumps it in in some ways because um, it's it's just that detailed and that vivid and beautiful to look at. Um, you know, even compared to. I don't even want to say it, but maybe like up. I think like this does look a little bit better in some ways. Uh, I mean, it's hard. Yes, I mean, yeah. <laughs> up is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, I, know, I, know, I know. I know. I, sort of yeah, I told you. Treading on eggshells there, but there is so much detail. No, I agree. And, um, yeah, and they, know, they spent a lot of time making the world. It looked lush. It looked really lush. But you know, then thinking about it, like Moana as a character, like. She was class. I like the fact that it wasn't about love. It was mm -hmm. just about like a a chief's daughter, someone who is in a, a point of authority, basically being like, My people are in need and I need to go I need to go fix this because that is my responsibility as the leader of these people. I thought, you know what? Like that is a lead character that I can get behind. Like I got a demigod who who may like who has like faults. And like deals with like real, real issues mm. and sort of bringing yeah. them down to like a, a human level. It's, it's like what you said about when we talked about Avengers, we were talking about um, what was Michael B. Jordan's character in. Uh, oh, uh, Killmonger. About, yeah, about how in Avengers, Thanos' character is like sort of kind of flat and not, doesn't, isn't particularly very deep. Whereas like yeah. you have Killmonger who has this, you know, has this sort of deep backstory yeah. and, and reason why he, he's like that. Again, with this, it, 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 I think it, a lot of the time with these films, it will come down to what feels real and to the to the characters. And yeah, the, the, Maori having this this backstory of how he became a demigod and how he was abandoned as a child and stuff. I think, yeah, definitely like 
it makes you it makes you invest way more into the character. mixed feelings because i'm just looking at this list now and i'm thinking like like where do i want it to be i definitely I'm, i'll be honest and say like i definitely don't think it should be number one like by all stretch of the imagination yeah i agree i agree but you know moments of it did it be uh, king of comedy for me yes moments definitely like king of comedy the only thing I really, really enjoyed properly about it was was Pupkin. Like he is, he is. I mean, that yes. is the film. I get yeah. that. Yeah. But he, you know, but does his does his his um his awfulness as a human being, or what? That's a terrible way to describe it. But whatever. Does that outweigh like how Moana like touched me emotionally? It's just like hard to do. Is it better than you were never really here? I would say so. I would say so. I thinking about it. Oh, it's really hard, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, this this is getting difficult. Yeah, this is really hard. I would, I would say, yes. I think it should probably be above you. Never really here. Yeah, no, I don't think that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew, I knew this would be. I yeah. mean, like to me, this is like. So, can we just give a recap just for the listeners? Yes. Right, so number one, no, number, let's start from the bottom, because I, I like doing that. Number seven, Bird Box. I said it right this time, guys. Proud of me. Uh, number six, North by Northwest. Number five, <laughs> Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Number four, A Ghost Story. Number three, You Were Never Really Here. Number two, King of Comedy. And number one, Fifth Element. Don't know why I had that weird accent on at the end, but doesn't matter. I think it should come in <laughs> at number five. Number five. And push me and Earl and the Dying Girl to number six. Yeah, but you... How about this, Johnny? Right, how about we put this above you never really here? And how about we move north by northwest up one? What above me and the dying girl? Just, just to make you happy. What? This, no, what is this? <laughs> no, what is this? Whoa, 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 whoa! I never said that. <laughs> I never agreed to this. Like, I, I do think that I, we are going to have an, uh, a, a final episode of the season. Where we where, go for it. Yeah, where we go for it, and we can try okay. and like restructure I'm just it. Put, I'm just throwing stuff out there. And just you know, to, getting it warmed up for the yeah. end of the are season. You, are, you, are you feeling bad about North by Northwest? You feel no, like you've, I'm not. you've done it you've done it injustice by putting uh, number six, which I'm you feel, definitely have. I'm feeling bad about I'm feeling just a bit bad about you, Johnny, that you, you that two of your films are, are at the bottom. Well, Bird Box isn't my well, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't love it. I just say it deserves better than what it's been yeah, been given. Is 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 one of his films? It's possibly going to be number four. So <laughs> that's still good, isn't it? I'm, I'm, I'm not picking films to win. <laughs> you should be. Okay, so no, no I'm, not, playing, I'm not playing to win this, guys. Yeah, of course, I'm playing to win. Don't like, we get his, chocolate at the end of his it? His film budget is like into the billions. <laughs> yeah. Blown out of the water. Right. Uh, Literally. Uh, 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 <laughs> Fifth element. How much does that cost? 
Too, oh, no. too too much money. No, no, no. It's because it produced Fifth Element. It's uh, like three hundred million, wasn't it? <laughs> was it three hundred? Three hundred million, and then Moana was one hundred and fifty million. Like you never really hear. What was that? Like twenty million? Like yeah, that doesn't mean that doesn't you know that's not a testament of a good film or a bad film. I don't know. You just you're spending a lot of money here. <laughs> <laughs> so I get the good ratings. Um, honestly, though, like I would be happy for it to be number three, but it wouldn't kill me if it was number four. But I definitely think it's better than all those See, other films. For me, because for me, you never really hear was good. I liked it, but I wasn't. That wasn't like when I was pushing to be really high. I know you guys both really liked it, didn't you? You both. Yeah, loved yeah. It. So like that's sort of a decision for you to make. If you, if, if but you know, you you were never really here, right? Um, I loved it because it was a very stylized film, mm. right? And then if I'm just putting the stylization of the two together, Moana just is stylistically better, in my opinion. I know that's you know, sorry, Johnny. And I'm not just trying to get How my you compare my one or anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, one's a very like ultra violent heavy film yeah. and then one Yeah, but like have we got any like young children listening to this podcast? I don't think so. No. Well I feel like people should more people should watch you never really hear than Moana. No. I feel the brutalities of um crime and gangs and stuff. It's not about them though, it's about us as a as a trio. Like I, the collective Moana to me, like being on a dying girl for all like the the bad things I said to it did look quite nice, and so did Moana. So I don't know. I th- I feel like it should go number five and knock me and a dying girl down. Nah, it's so much better than a ghost story. Yeah, I don't get why ghost stories number four really. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful story. Right. I genuinely I feel like North by Northwest should be number four and Ghost Story should be number six. That's calm down. Yeah. yeah. Like anyone who's Countdown. listening to this is like scribbling out as Yeah, consult your podcast <laughs> apps and look at the description from last uh, episode. Honestly, I'm saying either three or four for me. That's that's what I'm saying. That's that's that I'm gonna leave it with you two. So if you're saying number four, if I take can I make that number five then? No, because then me and me on the dying girl will be what? I'll yeah, be, be. number six. Hang on a sec, let me think. Right, so you're, so Aaron's saying three or four. Yeah. Johnny, you're saying five. Yeah, I'm saying about five, yeah. Which is, okay. Hmm. I mean, and I'm, I am, today I'm going in, I'm, today I'm going in and I'm not going to just like look at Ant and be like, let's like vote him. I'm like looking and I'm just saying like, where would I be comfortable with it sitting within those films? I mean, I don't think I'm comfortable with it sitting above North by Northwest but there we go. Yeah, but you, I'm trying. You know, you've just got you've got to live in the world that two of your friends just think North by Northwest isn't that good a film. Mate, you watched it in three parts while you <laughs> eat this sandwich and your lunch break. You did not give it the time it deserved. I gave it the time it deserved, and it was okay. Um, I <laughs> I will say I would be happy for it to be number four or number five. And number four or number five. Or oh, number five. I'm oh, in agreement with Ant on number five. Wow. I'm, I, I just... High five. I think it's better than a ghost story. I'm sorry. Like, just think of that moment where that guy opens his mouth yeah, and th- starts think, talking. Think about the moment when the, the, the other ghost talks to him in subtitles and it's just beautiful. Yeah, but... Floating. Yeah, but think about, like, the fact that you got so much enjoyment from a chicken that didn't say anything. 
Like, I think a ghost story will stick with me more. You kidding me? No way. Mm-hmm. I even I genuinely never think about a ghost story ever. <laughs> I don't. I do. I actually, I, th- I think about it every two weeks when we come to record. Uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think of a, a king of comedy. It genuinely pops into my brain quite a lot. Cause it just like just moments of just general people doing stuff and stuff, and I'm like, oh, that was, that was a pumpkin moment. Whereas like a ghost story, I just don't think about it. And like you were never really here was a was a good film, like mm-hmm. quite a good yeah, film. It was a good film. But like Moana is just it's just beautiful, man. So are we, it's just beautiful. Are we just 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 to clarify? Are we saying we are not moving? These films around until the what the final one of this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna stick with this for now. So how can we move stuff around? Because you've got like one last chance. I and also, you like... got perspective on it a bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A bit of time. Because Moana's fresh was the rest of them. That's my only problem with it. Is like I don't want to just put it up higher because it's fresh. It's the freshest, newest. Yeah. I just still think it's better than Ghost Story. Like, I really, really. Okay. Do. How many? How many times are you gonna watch this again in your lifetime? Probably a lot, because I'm assuming Annabelle's probably going to... No, but you personally, like, not... Are you going to pull this out of the DVD um, shelf? Can't just, he, won't, he won't have to, because someone will do it for him. You can't just, you can't just use... Um, yeah. I, don't know this, I don't know if that, that's a good argument, though, because... <laughs> I don't know. This is, you know what? This is the ending I've been waiting for, where we like actually are stumped. It's been because uh, most of the time it's just been like boom, 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 done. Okay, right, I think we should mean to wrap this up. So I, I'm gonna say, <sighs> can I have a five? Number five, five. Oh, it's a freaking ghost story. Sorry, Mel. Uh, yeah, five. Yeah, just right. They're both wrong. It should be number three, but okay, that's fine. I've been outvoted. It's it's number five. Amir on the Dangar goes down to number six, and at least Bird Box just sits at the bottom <laughs> for the film that it was or was not. So, what are we watching next week, guys? Next week is Johnny's pick. Yeah, I've picked a a big gun, a massive gun. It's the new Halloween film. <laughs> massive gun. It's not a massive the old. Gun. Oh, sorry. Not the old Halloween film. No, the new the one. The new one. That's new a massive one. gun. That is it's a massive it's not, gun. It's like bringing a Nerf gun to an actual gunfight. I haven't it seen is. it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me yeah. too. But it's it, something a bit different. Yeah, it should it should be interesting. I, I mean, back to another intense film. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, Mel's gonna love watching this one. <laughs> She's not gonna watch. It. I don't think Heather's gonna watch Halloween, but. I am actually excited to do it. I just mm. think we should be watching the original. The original? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that came out like 30, 40 years ago. You brought North by Northwest. <laughs> I don't understand. This is it's, it's, it's a, a new thing. film. We're trying to keep current, Aaron. Oh, <laughs> right, okay. Is it on Netflix? Uh, we'll find. We'll find. I'll buy a DVD or something. All right, okay. Okay, so as um, just to wrap everything up, to thank you so much for everyone for listening to us. Uh, we really appreciate um, the support um, as the podcast grows. Honestly, very, very, very happy. Mm. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, obviously check us out on Instagram for the, just type in the Movie Quest Podcast and you come up, um, and then email us at the Movie Quest Pod at gmail dot com. Movie Quest Pod at gmail.com. Movie Quest Pod. At gmail.com. Thank you so much, guys. Enjoy. Bye. See ya.